Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the Flex Talk Podcast with Lex and the B-Man, Brian. Brian, how you doing today? Lex, I am doing great this morning. What a wonderful day out there. I'm seeing little hints of spring coming. The snow is melting. Man, that just puts me in a good mood. I am ready for this podcast today. You make me want to sit down and read a good book next to a fire with that that intro. Wow, that's <laughs> that's. I don't even know what to say about that. I think we just need to move on, Lex, to the. Uh... <laughs> yes, we have a special guest in studio today, Jesse View. He's a trainer at a uh, small studio space in Hales Corners, Wisconsin. Jesse, how you doing today? Pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me. Jesse is one of my employees. He's been working with me now for about eight months now. He's loving it. I think. Right, Jesse? No comment. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's, He's fired. doing great, great job. Uh, the clients seem to love him. I haven't gotten that many uh, negative fan mail from him yet. Uh, the mailbox is full, but I got to check that later. So, uh, Jesse, <laughs> we're just going to go in and talk about We're going to dive right in here today. Um, w- w- tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, what you're, what you're doing here and, uh, you know, what you're currently doing as far as work goes and uh, what makes you interesting today. Oh, geez. So let's see. Um, the past 10 years, you know, I've been working as a butcher. I mean, obviously before that, nobody knows what they want to do, right? So did butchery for about 10 years, still doing. Um, dropped down to part-time so I can help Lex out at the studio. Uh, gave me a chance on here. My first uh, actual in-house studio job for personal training. And, you know, I'm doing that right now for the past six months, I think, roughly. Yeah. Um, pretty awesome, though. I mean, Helping out clients, um, legit clients. I mean, before that, I was just doing, you know, side stuff, not getting paid or anything like that. Just helping out friends and family. But yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a whole new world out here, man. Honestly. Yeah, awesome. And and when you started, is this something that you always wanted to do, or you just uh, were waiting for the right time? Um, you know, what what initially made you jump into personal training? Man, honestly, dude. I'll be honest, man. It's it, it's a journey, man, because, you know, like coming from being overweight and everything like that to, you know, getting in shape, um, you know, learning a lot of things about yourself, whether, you know, you're doing too much or not enough. It's like, you know, now that you think about the past, you realize, hey, man, like I should have done things differently. So going forward, you know, I'm going to teach my wife how to do things differently. I teach my family how to do things differently. So, hey, why not do it for other people? You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it would be interesting for the audience to hear, you know, you've made a career change later in life, which I think is inspiring for people to do that, because I feel like a lot of people, they end up doing something and they think, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. So they just stick with it and they don't take the jump and they don't take that that risk to do something different. So I think it's really cool that you are pursuing your passion. Uh, Take the listeners back and us back to you talked about being overweight what was the thing that you did to fix that? How did you get yourself from being overweight? Was there a book you read? Was there a coach? Or did you just kind of take it, the bull by the horns? And when was this roughly that you were, was this like 10 years ago? Kind of talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, 2016, man. That was that was the year, man. Uh, I mean, honestly, it was just, you know, me and my friends, my wife, we all went out for, you know, uh, EDM festival in Vegas, you know, went out there super hot, man. It's, I could barely stand out there. And the weight was partly the reason why, you know, got out there, felt like you're about to get a heat stroke. It, it got horrible, you know, I didn't really enjoy as much as I wanted to, you know, got back home and it's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't enjoy as much as everybody else did. Right. I mean, great times, but just the way you felt just was not there. Um, 
realized that at the end of it, you know, it's like, dude, I'm like five seven. I believe I was like about what twenty six years old, and man, a hundred like I'm like over one hundred ninety. I was two hundred pounds, man, two hundred pounds, a lot of fat. I couldn't even I couldn't even go outside even in Wisconsin. Man. I know it's humid, but it's not as bad as most places, you know. So, man, going through that, I had to research. I had to research a lot of different approach, um, intermittent fasting, um, a lot of like keto stuff and things like that. I, dude, I dabbled in every single one of those. Dude, it it works and then it doesn't work. It works and it doesn't work. You know, it's it's, it's a fat eye for a reason, right? So, I went through all of that. It took about two years. Was still pretty heavy, 170, 20 pounds in two years. That's not really impressive. You know what I mean? So, yeah, then I started looking into YouTube and, you know, and like, and it's funny because at the time, you know, you would think that, hey, you know, a guy looks fit on YouTube. It's got to be good information. Went out with that. It was, it was good while it lasted, but man, I was eating the same calories that person was eating, 1600 calories every single day. Yeah, not definitely, definitely not something you want to do. And, I mean, to be honest, 1,600 calories helped me drop a lot of weight. But at the end of it, I just felt like crap, man. So, like, it all starts off from there. And then I started reading a lot of stuff about, like, other, like, doctor researches. Uh, found out a guy named Jeff Nippert who really helped me out on that stuff, too. Uh, follow a lot of other different people, different resources. I mean, I can go on forever about this, but, you know, I mean... So, basically, you just you took the initiative to get oh, definitely. to, to yeah, reach out yeah. there and find your own... Uh, yeah information and uh, a lot of people they probably wouldn't you know they probably wait for mm-hmm. things to come to them and you know th- that opportunity passes them by so it, it kudos to you for going out there and finding something that you really wanted to do now you were just obsessed with learning more right yeah so did you ever get to the point where you're like yep i've learned enough um it's time to work out it's, it's time to train or do you feel like the the the, the itch to to keep learning and keep asking questions and going on youtube and finding those answers to to, to the things you need to know yeah, man. I mean, um, you know, it all starts somewhere, right? So, I mean, to begin with, you 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 learn for six months, and you think that, hey, you know, I got everything I needed. I lost weight. You know, I'm getting stronger. That's cool. But then you hit a you hit that plateau that everybody hates. Then you got to dig in even more, and you know, like it's it's just that, man. That's the thing that really draws me to this kind of field. You know, things changes every single like day, every single minute. Something new comes up. So, new supplements. You know, new new. Uh, micronutrients that you most people don't even think about that you really need it's just small things like that that really right. get me into it so right. yeah i mean like that's what draws me in man and i like to show people that stuff too so i think that's awesome so you had a obviously a personal success story you changed your life you had some epiphanies you know being overweight and you didn't like the way you felt and you changed yourself which is awesome and then you made a decision that hey i can do this for other people i've learned a thing or two i think i have something to give other people which i think is great what was your process in becoming a personal trainer? Did you um, start to seek out like a certain certification? Did you start kind of asking around, like, how can I be a trainer? How can I potentially make this career move? What was the process for you in kind of learning how to make a switch to, to do something different? No, oh, man, it was it was like, you know, one day you wake up and like, you know, I have like two, I wouldn't really call them clients, but I have like two or three uh, friends and families that actually help show big, 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 big differences in their lives, you know, lots of changes and stuff like that. Then my wife was like, Hey, you know, you got a thing for this, you know, like, why not, why not give it a shot? I'm like, I never thought of that. You know, I never really thought of that. Went online. First thing I did was how to be a personal trainer, right? Lots of different certifications out there. Overwhelming, to be honest, you know, 
a whole bunch. Everybody's always trying to get like the best certifications. So the first thing I typed on there was the best. So um, you've obviously made the change to be a, become a personal trainer, but it wasn't just on a whim. You actually had some evidence because it, that you were good at it because you were training some family, it yeah. sounds like. Right. So uh, talk to us about the results that they were getting and kind of how you were training them. Like they were kind of like your test subjects they, almost they in, a, in a sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll start off with my wife, man. I'll tell you that, you know. Bond chain, but she's also my test rat. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, man, I'll start off with her. You know, um, we both embarked on this journey the same exact time, 2016. You was know? she pretty bold with the, her feedback? Was she like, this yeah, ain't doing yeah. Nothing? yeah, yeah, she was. She my program up. The same thing. was. Me. I want more, uh, no, she I want was. more abs. <laughs> she was, man. She was. She was like that for a while. You know, like, even like being my first one, she was the one who's the most skeptical. Yeah. Right. And critical, right? And critical. <laughs> like, hey, thanks to that. That's perfectly yeah, fine, right? Perfect. But yeah, no, me and me and her started off in 2016. You know, we lost a good amount of weight during that time. Um, when I started picking up people, um, basically a family friend of mine, um, shout out to Zone if you're listening. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, small guy, man. He's like 140, 20 at the time. He's probably 23 years old. He he loved the gym. He just didn't really know how to do much of the gym, you know. Right. Um, obviously, he does all the bro stuff, you know, the squats, deadlifts. You know, bench press, overhead press. That's Brian's favorite. So. Exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he got really into it. Um, numbers started going up. Uh, that was This was way before me. He went to his first um, powerlifting show or powerlifting meet. Didn't really place anywhere, but he had fun. Well, he was in it. Huh? He, he went in. He went in. And, yeah, yeah, that was way before me, though. But he went in and he did his stuff. And then next thing you know, I'm like, hey, man, like, dude, I, I heard you're in, uh, you like powerlifting. He was like, yeah, I like, I like it. I'm like, I've been in like two of them. Like, how many have you been in? One, I'm like, cool. You you want me to train you for a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. man, why don't you why don't you come work out with me? So then he just became a partner for a while. Yeah, you know, became a partner for a while. Yeah, man, his numbers jump like so crazy. It's just like you know all the stuff that I learned, like we were talking about earlier, right? Everything that I learned and things that I wish I would have used early on in my career, sure. right, or my journey, I, I let him use. Yeah. Right. So all this was free. I got him going. I got him going three times a week, four times a week, sometimes on his own. Next thing you know, he's like, hey, man, uh, Appleton's got a, uh, you know, powerlifting meet coming up. I think I want to go for him. Like, cool. Let's go for it. We worked our way up. Got about 12 weeks for that. Worked our way up. Peak him out at the end. Yeah, he went in there, won second place. Was pretty, pretty ecstatic, man. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty ecstatic. Yeah, he's probably like one of the first ones I worked. And he's actually doing very well on his own right now, which is great. Yeah. Right now, so. You always want to see them progress to the next level of always. maintenance and being able to handle it on their own. Now, you work with a lot of trainers at your facility, Brian. What's a common like theme amongst trainers? I felt like a lot of the people that want to be trainers, they really care about other people's results. And they really care about the, the significant progress that they're making throughout their journey. So I think just caring individuals, uh, very empathetic individuals. Uh, they care about situations. If you, you know, if you're a good trainer who's really invested in the, the relationship and the, and the progress, is that something that you see from a lot of the trainers that you've worked with along the way? Yeah, hundred percent. In fact, what Jesse has said today is almost exactly what I see for the most part, which is people that have had fitness impact themselves. And then as a result of that, they go, wow, I see what this has done for me. Right. I want to go do this for other people. So it's very similar to what you said. Um, 
And there are a lot of people that'll have experiences. They'll have epiphanies like Jesse had where they're overweight and all of a sudden they're upset with themselves and they change themselves. Or maybe they go through a breakup and that breakup motivates them to get in the best shape they've ever been in. And they see how that makes them feel and they go, I can do this for other people. And not only can I do it for other people, I can actually make money doing it. I right. can actually make it a career. Right. So I would actually say it's just right in line with what Jesse said. Most personal trainers are very, very passionate about what they do and they just love it. Yeah. I had a mentor tell me one time that you have the funnest job in the world. You have the most, you have the coolest job in the world. And I said, what do you, what do you mean? I said, I'm just teaching people how to work out, work out efficiently and safely. He's like, no, you have the coolest job. You get to be in a gym all day, uh, work out with pretty awesome people. You get to extend their life, increase longevity and have fun doing it. And you're making money. So isn't that the coolest job? And don't you feel like it's the coolest job? And I said, we, you know what? I said, yeah. I said, hell yeah, I do. And then I went out and sold a bunch <laughs> of packages and some vitamins and stuff like that. So I, you got me pumped up for that day. Uh, so I think it's really cool. I mean, it's it, it's always great to start somewhere. Now, you started this journey a little bit later in your life. Yeah. Did you feel some type of way about like starting later? Or did you, did you feel like you, you had to hurry up or rush through it? Or did you feel like? You know, I got to get going here. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm in my almost 30s here. I don't, don't want to disclose your age. Yeah. But uh, it's like, do, did you feel like you had to rush or do you still feel like you have patience and time to learn everything? And Because um, you've been doing the butchering thing for a while. Yeah. It was probably hard to switch. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned earlier, your wife encouraged you to make the switch because it was your passion. I mean, how did you feel about getting started a little bit later? I mean, honestly, man, it's age is always a it's always a factor, right? And all these things. But I mean, honestly, I'm, I've been a patient guy for, I was going to say my birthday, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I've been a patient guy for a while now, right? Yeah. Years now. Yeah. So like, honestly, like time and age is just nothing but a number to me. You know what I mean? Uh, guys my age, they feel like they're 50s. And I'm like, dude, I, I feel like I'm 25, 26. You have a trainer who works at uh, the club you work at. What, how old is he, though? He's an older trainer? Yeah, we have a trainer who's got to be in his 60s. I mean, he looks uh, absolutely fantastic. Age age is just a number. Yeah. I mean, he's like almost in better shape probably than I am. I mean, he's like, <laughs> he looks great. So, uh, and that goes not just for trainers, by the way. There are a lot of people in yeah. their 60s that I see that just look fantastic. And they refuse to let age be a factor. So I'm with Jesse on that one. Age is just a number. It's not just for young guys that are 18, 19 years old. I That's mean, right. I mean, yes, you guys have the the leg up on a lot of the middle-aged guys who are, uh, you know, in shape. And you have that uh, the adolescent strength going on there. But it, it's it's for all ages. I think if you're just passionate about something, and that's just personal training, just like, Anything you want to get into. I always ask people who are in the mid of a midlife crisis of not really enjoying what they like to do. I was like, what are you passionate about? What do you like to do? What makes you happy? I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50 years old. Um, follow your passion. Find something you like doing and make some money doing it too. What they say? A couple of those guys who are big time Disney, all those guys started later in life mm -hmm. in their 40s and 50s. I mean, they, they found their passion. They found what they like to do. And they're billionaires now. They're one of the richest people in the world. And they started in their 40s and 50s. There's, it's never too late to get started doing what you're doing. No. Yeah, I think Colonel Sanders, the guy that started KFC, um, I believe he sold his first chicken recipe to start like licensing the chicken. He was like in his 70s, that I believe. Insane. And then all of a sudden people started realizing, wow, this chicken tastes really good. And all of a sudden he becomes a mega millionaire and he's in his 70s. He, I think he was collecting Social Security checks when he <laughs> sold his when, when he sold his chicken recipe. So, yeah, I think that's just proof that 
heck, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, like you definitely have room to change. There's still you got plenty of life left, plenty of time. Patience. I mean, that's one of the things you said earlier. I mean, if you just have patience and you're consistent with anything, even as your clients, we always tell them, have patience, be consistent with your nutrition, your exercise, showing up, holding yourself accountable and you're going to get the results. And same with uh, you being a personal trainer. Now, I, I had a question. Um, so some of the clients that you've worked with now, you're in a more commercial setting. It's not yeah. family and friends. You're working with people you've never met before who just disclose their goals to you and sometimes in a vulnerable state. Um, how does it feel working with people that you've never met before? Um, do you get nervous? Is it something scary for you or um, or do you just enjoy being a people person? I mean, I am a piece. I am definitely a people person. Man. I mean, being a butcher, you can't um, a butcher. You can't be like you can't be an introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You always gotta help customers and stuff like that. So I mean that that doing that for ten years, that's that definitely helped me on that portion. Um I'm not I'm not worried about it. I mean the, the biggest the biggest setback is knowing my limitations with, with clients, right? Like I don't know if I can joke with them. I don't know if you know they, they're gonna take something some sort of way. Thing is I like to be genuine when I speak with people. Yeah. For the most part, you know, like I know my lines, I know my borderlines, all, all that stuff, but I mean, I don't. I just don't want to offend anybody. That's right, right, right. So that I think we we spoke about that a few times. You know, like I don't want to come up to somebody who's like, oh yeah, you know, like oh I can't get, I can't get the protein in, blah blah blah. Like, well, I'm not gonna go up to you and be just push. point push you right in your face, but like, well, you have to get it. <laughs> you know, you gotta get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't be dumb. You gotta get. It. I'm not like that. You know, I I, I know that how people are because I've worked with, I've seen many people in my lifetime so far. So it's like. Yeah, everyone's different, man. You just got to approach them with the way that you want to be approached yeah. and just hope they accept it. The golden rule. You I know. think it's an acquired um, customer service trait, right? After you've been working in the industry for so long, uh, especially with this personal training, you're going to end up seeing all types of different personalities. And then you're going to get to know and how to uh, interact with them, how to exchange dialogue. And it's, it's a really cool trait to have. And it just kind of clicks. When you yeah. meet somebody, you know when to turn it on. And I think that's just one of the sales aspects that you and I were talking about was just we just have it, right? Like, you know when to turn it on. You know how to switch it. You know how to deal with angry people. You know how to deal with, uh, you know, those customer service issues. And I think it's just an acquired thing. You're doing fine. And I think as you continue this journey, uh, your your personality is going to change along with everything else. And it's gonna, all going to flow nice and smooth. So Yeah, absolutely. So other than that, um, you know, kind of learning how to talk to the customer, let's get into when you started your personal training journey. So you've become a personal trainer. You're starting to kind of see some clients. What are some of the biggest challenges you faced early on where you didn't expect it maybe or you thought, oh, my gosh, I wasn't planning for this. What were some of the early struggles that you have since, you know, gotten better at? The sales, man. <laughs> the sales. Oh, he knew that answer right, right away, Lex. Away, man. Every, as as you talking about. A lot of trainers, right? Like they, when, I, when I met trainers before, and I'll let you answer this, but it just Brian said this, and it sparked something in my mind that a lot of trainers just want to sell. I mean, not sell. They just want to train. They just want to train. Like, I went to school for training. I know about the human body. I know how it moves. I know how to help this person. But part of the business is maintaining your clientele and, you know, your, your existing client book. So. I feel you right there, man. We've been working on that since you started. So uh, you're progressing nicely with that. So so if you could go back um, when you started in October, now what you've learned having to sell and making that a part of your career, if you could go back six months now and coach Jesse from six months ago on how to sell better, what are some things that you've been doing that's really helped you to connect with potential customers better, pitch your services better? What have you done differently? What's what's Lex coached you on? What have you kind of learned through trial and error? What's what's helped you? Yeah, man, it's it's, it's all about the quality, man. 
Like, I mean, like here at the studio, you know, we, 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 you know, Lex is here for this amount of time, like six years now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lex is here for like six years. He's here for a reason, you know? And the main reason is that, you know, he makes everything in here spot clean. He makes everything in here, looks inviting when you walk in, right? It's not like a lot of meatheads or like six or seven people working out at a time, you know what I mean? And, you know, like it's, it's like the it's like the small things here that most people would just walk right past. But if you kind of direct them to them and tell them, hey, you know, we have this, you know, you ever seen one of these before, you know, you put value into it, then it just becomes, you know, it makes them engage a little more to, hey, you know, eh, that's, maybe it is worth spending money here. Maybe it is worth to invest myself here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's things like that. And I mean, if I can go back, man, honestly, and I, I think I've had text with Lex a few times when uh, when got rejected a few times, you know, the first three times. But um, yeah, man, just be myself, you know? I mean, it's, it's always going to be nerve-wracking when you when you can force to do something you haven't done before. But maybe just treat them like another client as another client that you already have, right? Make them feel at home in a way, listen to them, and then build from there. I feel like that's probably the best way to actually succeed. succeed yeah, so Absolutely. Yeah. It's just one of those things that you we all have to learn from somewhere, right? Okay. I've had mentors. I, I've worked. I've been rejected. I've been told that you're the worst at what, what your current position is. And it doesn't feel good, but I think you learn from that. And as anything in life, you kind of grow. You can either take it and beat yourself down or take it and learn from it and uh, grow. So. Yeah. I mean, I just think back to when I started in in the fitness industry, I think I was 19 years old. Uh, the general manager of the facility called me and I think I got put on a performance improvement plan because I wasn't doing a really good job. And I think about that now. It's like, I to laugh, no, no, thanks, Lex. Really appreciate that. But to really think about that, I mean, you know, now I've been in the industry 20 years. Now I train people, I coach people, people pay me to to go coach people and to think back wow, when I was 19 years old, like I sucked at what I was doing. I was so new to it, but it's just like Lex said, it's one of those things you just kind of acquire and you just get better at it and you learn and all of a sudden it just becomes natural to you. So I think it's really cool. You talked about adding, you know, ways to add value and pointing out specific things um, at the facility and things that you do and selling the value on that. I think that's very cool. I think that shows that you've learned and and you're growing in sales, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's encouraging to see you grow and to take this information from uh, different teachings and trainings and what you've learned on your own. It's, it's cool to see you, you thrive. And I think Brian and I, you were talking about like what it's like how to lead and manage. And the, the happy part about that whole situation is teaching somebody something and then implementing it uh, during oh, the next round. So, it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. You get to this point where you become a trainer, you deal with good clients who listen, you deal with clients that don't listen. Uh, how have you dealt with any adversity that's come your way with clients that, you know, don't really stay on point with their nutrition or th- they're not getting results and they're feeling frustrated? I know that's something that you probably dealt with along the way in the short time that you've been here. Oh, yeah. uh, it's always the nutrition, right? It always is, man. I mean, nutrition is always, always going to be the hardest part. You know, I mean, it's it's. what it's, do you hear the most? What excuse do you hear the most? I can't hit my protein mass. That's the biggest my... <laughs> part, dude. That's the biggest part. Or, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always so hungry. I snack a lot. Shout out to Jesse's clients who told them they can't hit their protein. <laughs> I'm so proud of all of y'all, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit your protein. No, Don't let me see, get involved. The best part about all this is that, like, you know, that that's the hardest part. Like, like people come in here, your clients come in here, and, like, you know, first thing I'm always asking, I'm sure most of them know, is, like, did you eat today? Yeah. You know, uh, how how you feeling today, right? Fine. Uh, how's the eating been? Good. <laughs> Good, right? Yeah. All right, all right. Cool. And then I asked him, well, to be... how's your protein take? It's like, oh, it's really hard, 
right? That's always the thing. But I mean, everybody starts somewhere, you know? I got a client out here who, you know, probably one of my first clients when I first started here. And yeah, she went from not eating any, like not knowing how much she was eating to saying, oh, I ate a lot of protein. And then turns out she's eating like 50 grams of protein a day. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, like you got to eat way more than that. It seems like a lot to them now because they've been eating uh, yeah. like 10 grams a day. Oh, so. God, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, they've all been showing improvements, right? I mean, the hardest part is to stay consistent about that. Yeah. And like, I don't really look at the nutritional portion because that's the that's the whole point of that is because like the reason why I'm saying that is because when people come in here and they start up with me, if I tell them that, hey, you're going to eat 1800 calories, will they really be eating, eating 1800? No. Maybe not, right? No. And even if they did, like, all right, well, they're eating 1800 calories, I think it's still going to come every single week. That's the thing. And I, I feel like to start somewhere, you, you got to build a foundation, right? You got to build a foundation of having discipline to come in, right? That That's going to be the biggest portion. Right. You come here, you work, you get in, you get some minor improvements in your body. Right. You start seeing muscle mass a little bit, clothes start feeling a little bit better. All right. From there, I think, all right, then I'm like, oh, how do you feel now? Better. Do you, do you want to lose weight now or do you want to embark on this journey with me now? Yes. So then we go and we do it. Right. I'm like, all right, you're going to eat this amount of protein. You need this much calories, but I want you to come two times a week with me. Right. That discipline of them coming every single day means more to me than the amount of food they're eating, right? Because then that's that's me knowing that they want this, they need this, and they know they need it. So to actually give them like a new habit is a bigger improvement to me than me knowing, hey, you ate 150 calories or how many 150 protein, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So yeah, man, I mean, to all my clients out there who's listening to, I uh, I appreciate you guys, man. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are kicking ass out here. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, let's do a little coaching right now. Let's say, uh, <laughs> let's say one of your clients is listening right now, and they're thinking, "Man, Jesse, I just don't think I can hit that protein mark. It's just, it's impossible. I'm busy. I don't have time to to cook." I and set this up, Jesse. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't afford this. I can't. So, what would you say to one of your clients now that that might say that to you? What's your approach in kind of helping people develop those habits when they tell you? They can't do something or it's too hard. How would you approach it? Well, see, supplements, man. Love it. Supplements, protein powders, man. That's the easiest thing to do, you know? If you're short by 25 grams, that's one scoop. If you're short by 50 grams, then split it up two scoops a day, maybe, you know? I mean, you can drink on the go, right? You obviously can't eat on the go, but if you drink on the go, that's going to be the best thing I can say to you. Buying an avenue to get the protein in. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's for sure. So I mean, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about, I mean, taking a step back here, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about that career change? Yeah. Now, now like you said, you had the support of your wife. Yeah. Uh, say somebody's listening out there that's in the middle of a job that they're not really uh, enjoying too much or they feel like they need to follow their passion elsewhere. What would you say to somebody that uh, um, is thinking about that career change and uh, wants to make the change? Um, yeah, honestly, money's always going to be the biggest thing. Right. I mean, going to a new business or a new career change, you know, you're not it's not it's never stable until you can put your roots in. Right. But I mean, honestly, you're, we have what? Maybe like average 90 years to live. Right. So why not do something that you can enjoy yourself doing every single day? Why do that 95 every day if you're not happy with it? Come home, you're tired all the time or, you know, just hate your life or you dread going to work. You know, like life's too short for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So if anything, if I could tell anybody anything, man, is you just got to follow 
your dreams, man. It's sometimes like when you're a kid, you can dream like you, know, you want to be a police officer or, you know, be the president of the United States or whatever. But but the moment you find something, you'll realize it. It's like, it's like you know, if you can't help if I go to the gym. To me, I go to the gym, I look at people's forms like, I'm not their trainer, but bro, you got horrible form, right? What can I do to fix that? Or what should I do to fix that? And, you know, it all comes down to, hey, you know what? I'm going to fix my wife. I'm going to fix me. I'm going to fix my friends. I think I'm going to fix people. And that's where I'm at. Fix people. Follow fix your people. dreams. Look, I got a good one here. Man, that was a great pitch right there. There's probably some people listening right now. They're like, to sell. just say that. Yeah. I got to trade more. There's people putting their two weeks in right now because of you. Way to go. My phone's going to be ringing off the hook. Are you hiring? <laughs> great stuff. No, it's really good stuff, man. It, it, people find some sort of a roadblock in their own lives, and they never have that oomph to go to the next level. And I think they hear your story. Uh, it's definitely going to be inspiring for them to make some sort of change. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point in their life. Would you agree, Brian? Oh, yeah, I totally would. I totally would. Also, hey, I wanted to ask you one more quick thing, too. We've been focusing a lot of your setbacks uh, or challenges initially. Can you tell us uh, briefly what's been your biggest success so far? What's been the thing that's gotten you the most excited? Maybe a, a person that you've helped that you've had the biggest impact on? Yeah. Is there like a certain case where you're the most proud on this journey so far? What would you say? Man, dude, honestly, it's so all my clients, is, they all, they've all been showing improvement, you know, small, big, it, it doesn't really matter. They're all improvements. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. One of my clients here, she, uh, came to me she was probably the first client i actually signed up there actually so i mean man she she came to me she i even shared it in our little facebook group too but i mean she couldn't even do an overhead press with one arm right wow. got to a point where it was it was so hard that you know she actually cried i was like i felt bad at that time but but then i was like you know what that's gonna be the last time you're gonna cry for that because we're gonna make it work like three months down the road she's able to do it with ease full control her strength is better. Mobility is way better. Mood is way better. That's the best part. Um, I try. I I do my best to try to make the journey super easy, right? I'm not going to cut your calories by a lot to a point where you're going to be starving all day. I I don't believe in that because I've done that. So the way I did it with her was I was like, hey, you know what? You can eat whatever you like, right? Hit this goal of protein. Eat whatever you like. You can get your carbs, your fats from wherever, right? Calories, as long as they're there, you're great. But as long as you show up, I promise you're going to see improvements. And it happened. And she lost like what, 25 pounds. Oh, that's 30. so cool. I think that's when you know you've arrived. Oh, yeah. When you can help somebody to that extent and they, you know, they shed some tears and it's, it's, it's a happy, happy tears. It's a great time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good time. You know, you're in the right spot, man. Oh, so sure. you know, you're doing some good stuff. So. And Lex, uh, would you say that it's also accurate for you, too, in that, like, when I asked Jesse his biggest success so far, maybe some listeners were thinking he was going to say, oh, I helped somebody bench press 380 pounds or I helped some guy deadlift, you know, a massive rack. But, you know, he said he helped somebody to overhead press. Would you say it's the same for you where it's just like helping people with those little tiny victories where they get super emotional and they're super happy that those tend to be the most meaningful for you? Yeah, I mean, in, in any capacity, it's whatever the client wants to achieve and they don't think that they can achieve it when they first sign up. Seeing them make that progress and seeing them hit those goals, I mean, it's there's no other feeling that can replace it. I mean, I've been doing this almost 17 years now and that stuff still gets me going when I see somebody losing some weight or shedding a tear or you know, grabbing a 40 pound dumbbell and saying, I lost this much weight, that is crazy. 
So, I mean, I think that's what kept me going so long in this industry is that seeing people hit those goals, seeing the progress that they make and really making an impact in their lives and their families' lives and increasing that longevity so they can be around a long time for their kids or, you know, for their grandkids or whatever it is that, that gets you going. That's, that's what makes this industry great. I love it. I love it. I'm the same way too, man. Just uh, seeing those personal stories of people that, you know, I'll have people that'll walk into the, the facility that I'm at and they'll tell me, you know, my, my spouse just left me and I'm in this rough spot and I just need to do something differently. And I'm mentally, I'm not in a great place. And then two months later, they come back up to you and they're like, this was the greatest decision I ever made getting into fitness and getting into health. I have more confidence than ever. And I'm dating again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just watching people, just something as simple as that. Um, is gives me life as well. So I, I think it's cool you guys feel the same. Heck yeah. I mean, eventually, I mean, that's what this whole studio is about. You want to have a team of hustlers. You want to have a team of people who are empathetic, caring, and kind, and patient, and uh, want to see consistency and results in their clients. And uh, I want them to be able to feed their families and, and uh, you know, have a sustainable income that they're proud of and they're happy with the work that they're putting in. And, uh, that's what you want the output to be after uh, years of training and building your own business. Uh, there's nothing uh, luxurious about it. It's a journey <laughs> and there's a lot of trials and challenges and obstacles to overcome. But uh, this is this this gentleman right here is uh, is a perfect display of what kind of people you want in your facility. So thank you for all your hard work. Man. I appreciate it's good it, stuff, man. So. All right. We had an awesome conversation with Coach Jesse and the B-Man Brian. I know when the interview is going on, we don't get to see you hear his lovely voice as much, but uh, he's here. He's doing some great things, right? Are you doing, are you, how, how's life before we, we check out of here? How's life? Tell the listeners how you're doing today. First of all, thank you for complimenting, complimenting <laughs> my voice is lovely. And I think earlier you talked about uh, wanting to like sit by a fire and read a book when I talk. So yeah, this is getting really personal here today, yeah, but once a week is enough for me, for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, life is good. Everything's awesome. And, and we appreciate everybody that's out there listening right now. Uh, Lex and I are really working hard to grow this brand, grow this show. We believe uh, very much in it. And I, we always ask humbly, if you really enjoyed today's conversation, if there's somebody that you know in your life that's maybe thinking about making a career change, maybe thinking of doing something different, what a cool testimonial that we had today. We would appreciate if you would share this episode with somebody. And as always, it always helps us out big time. If you can subscribe, follow us on social media, that helps us to spread the message. And we appreciate everybody listening and supporting us. Jesse, thanks so much for joining us today, man. Hope you had a good time. I did. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. So have a great weekend, everybody. We are excited for the next guest. Uh, we'll leave it a mystery for now, but uh, we'll introduce you next week, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Have a good weekend, everybody. Later.